what I've set out to achieve. I will let you know where to find the guns. So what shall I do? Get close to him. Find out where those guns are heading. Raise a hand, all those who want to strike! Freddy Thorne is at the very top of my list. We'll cross him off. I'll make him part of our deal. To hell with them. The more they try and stop us, the madder I'll be. Times are like these. Communists in the family's bad for business. You have to leave the city. You were also at war with the Lees, Mr. Kimball, am I right? Together we can beat them, divided, maybe not. Friends give us what we asked for. How much? Two hundred pounds. Who did you meet? An attaché from the Russian embassy. In the Chinese restaurants. <laughs> Our revolution is international. And it grows by the day. Jeremiah, what do you say? Your sister and Freddie got back this morning. I tried following them, but Freddie's so good at getting away. He's like a fish. Right, we'll keep fishing, eh? Time. Finished. I've had a tip off. I need this bet. Race is dirty, Please. Race. No. Oh, fine. Get rid of him. I said no. Now get out. All right. All right. I'm off. I'm off. Day. Where's John? John's in the garrison. Says he wants a meeting about a family matter. After he said his piece, he'll come back and take his place with Scudbridge. 
good, Bert? John will be here in ten minutes. All right. Five. We just take him out of ours. Look what he here! Search everywhere! All right, John. There's only one man. No, there's only one man guarding the house. What's troubling you? <clears throat> what? Uh, Polly. You know what it's been like since Martha died. God takes the best first. Truth is. My kids have been running bloody rings around me. Running barefoot with the dogs until all hours. Oh, I'll give them ten bob some new shoes. Is that it, John? Tommy, we'd be better to do this without you. Now, what's your point? What the kids need is a mother. So that's why I'm getting married. Does this poor girl know you're going to marry her? Or are you just going to spring it on her all of a sudden? I've already proposed, and she's, she said yes. I think there's a shell about to land and go bang. It's, um, it's uh, Lizzie Stock. <laughs> John! Lizzie Stark's a strong woman, and I'm sure she provides a fine service for her customers. I won't! Hear the word. Understand, do not use that word. What word is that, John? You know what word that is. Everybody bloody knows. Everybody can go to hell. Whore, that word. Or prostitute, how about that one? Right, I want it known. If anyone calls her a whore again, I will push the barrel of my revolver down their throats and blow the word back down into their hearts. Men and their cocks never cease to amaze me. John, Lizzie Stark never did a day's work vertical. She's changed. All right, people change. Like, 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 with, with, with religion. Oh, Lizzie Stark's got religion, eh? No, no, she doesn't have religion, but... Well, she loves me. Now, listen. Now, Tommy. I won't do it without your blessing. But of all the people in the world, I, I want you to see it as brave. Oh, it's brave, all right. Brave is going where no man's gone before. And with Lizzie's dark, John, that is really not what you'll be doing. Listen, Tommy. Welcome her to the family. 
for someone who's had a hard life. Or because I need someone. Or like the kids need someone. Tommy, we've been driver. What? What the bloody hell happened here? <sighs> the Lees, all of them, cousins, nephews, even the bastards. They've taken anything they can lay their hands on. Four cash boxes. I love these. Wire cutters? I mean, why would they leave wire cutters? Nobody move. I think our friends are playing the game. What game? Oh, Paul, don't. Touch anything. Erasmus Day was in France. Shit. And we gave up ground to the Germans. We'd leave yarn booby traps, set up with wires. And we'd leave wire cutters as part of the joke. Somewhere in here there's a home grenade. Holy Jesus. Attached to a wire. Don't move any chairs. Or open any doors. Go easy, John Boy. Easy. No. Boys, no. It's not in here. If it was in here, it would have blown by now. It was my name on that bullet Erasmus sent. He set up a trap, all right. He set it up just for me. Finn? Finn, stay exactly where you are. <laughs> I'll pretend he goes you. Which door did you open to come in, Finn? I didn't. I climbed in. I want you to climb out exactly the same way you climbed in, OK? <laughs> no, no, Pretend to be me.
your hand on the Bible. I don't believe. Anyway, I didn't come here to lie. This war is cutting us all off. Mbayata propeka fostumrat. And Kapil. You're all children. I say enough. Your boys tried to kill me. Didn't work. So I'm beneath Daichi Koho Propinere. Radim Kachi Aliad. Can you ask Saltrades? No wonder you won't touch a Bible. I have ambitions. You want to play a switch? I need your boys. For what? Kimber's not the brains. There's a Gadze who runs the race. I'm collecting smart people, but I need strong men too. Now your boys should know this. We now get the winner in one of every three races before the race even starts. No need for chalkers or rafflers. I'm talking certainties. You come in here boasting you're going to do someone down and in the same breath ask me to trust you. On my mother's side, we are kin. Last night I've been just we need a family. Hey, Tuck, you took my back. Hey, Tuck. I know what was in the envelope. I looked. Money. And that bloke that we met in London who you said was a Frenchman. He was Russian. I'm not an idiot, Freddy. How is it that you take all the risks and Stanley Chapman gets the money? It's money for the cause. <sighs> You're blind. I would be if your brothers had anything to do with it. This isn't about them. This is about you and me and this. You're a dreamer, Freddy. You give money away while we rot in here. You talk about revolution. I need to know. Who are you loyal to, Freddy? I said, who are you loyal to? She'd only give it to me anonymously. She was afraid of the consequences. Whose address is it? Tommy, I'd like to suggest a strategy. Your message said, you have an address for me? 
Anonymous tip-off. The address of Stanley Chapman. You promised me Freddie Thorne. It's instead of Freddie Thorne. No deal. Inspector, Stanley Chapman is a bigger fish than Freddie Thorne. He's currently holding 200 pounds in cash, given to the Communist Party by the Russian government. That's right. Chapman has snow in his boots, and all you need is a shovel. If he talks, you'll have proof. You might even get that medal. Now, before I give you the address, I want your word that you'll let Freddie Thorne and my sister leave the city. Very well. You have my word. I'd say our little truth is proving quite productive for both of us, Inspector. I'll get the information and protection. And you? Well, you get Bolsheviks. But on a more pressing matter, I'm afraid that Mr. Churchill has become an impatient. And I fear that if you don't get back those stolen weapons soon, I will be replaced. That'll be the finish for me, that's for sure. When my business with Kimber is done, the guns will be returned. That was the deal. Then I'm in your hands completely. You hold all the cards. But I hope to God that my dismissal doesn't come before your decision to hand back those guns. And I say this for your sake, because if I were to be fired and it were your fault, I would do things that would shame the devil. <laughs> my fury is a thing to behold. On my last day in power, for example, I would see to it that you and your scum brothers have your heads stoved in with mallets and spades. And your sister too. That baby inside her would be of no consequence to me. The only one to be spared would be your little brother Finn. He would, however, be lifted as a juvenile and dumped in that part of the adult prison where men have the most appetite for boys like him. Oh, that would be a dark day indeed, Mr. Shelby. If my dismissal comes before your decision. You understand? I know this. The clock is ticking.
found. Ah! See Stanley Chapman really does have snow in his boots. Come on. Get up. Get up. Mr. Chapman. You're fucked. refuses to say where it came from. I'm sure with a little persuasion, he'll tell us everything he knows, including the whereabouts of Freddie Thorne. Sir? Your face is a picture. Well, I thought you'd done a deal. Was that what you thought? Well, you gave your word. My word. People still talk about such things in this idiotic century. My word to who? To a peaky blinder? My. Go and interrogate Mr. Chapman until he tells us where we can find Freddie Thorne and his wife. The source of the money is of secondary importance. You think my campaign against Shelby has become personal? Correct. Spot on, as they say in London society. Now, go and interrogate Mr. Chapman. And do not make the mistake of being too gentle. Right, sir. Today's her birthday. I know you never miss it. And I'm lucky you're not a copper. What do you want? Came to warn you. They've lifted Stanley Chapman. How do you know? Police don't spill that information? I know, because it was me and Tommy who took them off. Tommy did a deal. Return for safe passage for you and Ada. He's given them Stanley and the money. Money? What money? told you about the money? Who'd you think? Yeah, it was Ada's idea. That's how desperate she is to get out of that rat hole you're keeping her in. She didn't mind if you knew, she just didn't want to be here when you found out. Sometimes women have to take over. Like in the war. Who the hell do you think you are? You fucking shit. Don't you swear every mother's grave. You play your tune, you expect the whole world to dance. You don't to have it. time for this, Freddie. You did a deal for me. 
But don't flatter yourself. For Ada. And you think this copper will keep his word? If he does, you're safe. If he doesn't, Chapman will give you up. You'll still have to leave town. Same result. So neat. So leave. Except there's one thing that you got wrong. Stanley won't be able to give up my address because he doesn't know it. That's how it works. None of us know each other's addresses. So you've wasted your fucking time. And they'll keep beating him and beating him for information he doesn't have. So all you've done is sign the death warrant of a good man. So you won't leave? No, I won't fucking leave. And if you want me out of Birmingham, it'll have to be in a wooden box. You'd lay a hand on our aid and I'll put you in a wooden box myself. There's a stubborn one there, Ivy. told me to carry on. I wanted to stop. He had some kind of seizure. So you killed him? Did he give you an address? Oh. What's the matter with you? He fell down some stairs. This is not bloody Belfast. Not yet, but if men like him get their way, it soon will be. So find some stairs, throw him down, and call the coroner. Use Grayson. If he has any awkward questions, ask about the welfare of his mistress in Saltley. That'll shut him up. Do you think I used to live in a shithole like this? Bloody animals. The Shelbys really are doing an excellent job for us. We haven't lost a single penny to rafflers or chalkers in eight race meetings. The bookies are purring. So we throw the dog a bone. I think so. Mr. Kimber, Mr. Roberts, come on, have a look around. After you. Come on, Fred. We had that the ladies turned you over. Oh, you shouldn't listen to gossip, Mr. Kimber. This way. Business is good. Especially since now you know which horse is going to win before you set the odds. Information is very much appreciated. All right, well, where are they? John, love luck. It's a good boat, isn't it? This is my team. They will take up their pitch at your convenience, Mr. Kimber. John is the book. It's a good boat is the bagman, and of course, we bring our own protection. Warwick next Saturday, at least fifty yards from the beer tent. 
Gentlemen, and lady, I have in my hand a legal betting license issued by the Border Control. The Shelby family has its first legal racetrack pitch. <laughs> Cigarettes have a strange smell, Arthur. They smell like rotting water. And look, rats have gotten some of them. They're stolen, are they not? Don't ask. They smell because you keep them on the boat. What are you, Ken? Eh? Can you come and check my adding up, please? You know, you should make a new start for this place. Do it properly. These cigarettes are not fit to sell. Smells like Gallipoli. You should find a new place to store them. It has to be far away from coppers. <laughs> but not rats. All the wolves have rats, Grace. What's wrong with a dry warehouse? Tommy's orders. What orders? Always keep contraband near petrol boat moorings. Don't boats get searched? We moor them at junctions. So there's more than one way out. No looks of in a mile, so we can move that stuff fast. Your brother doesn't obey the law, but he has rules. Precise man, your brother. Is my head in uproach? It is now. One, two, three, and four. And we'll search them one by one. Lord, let that which I seek be found here. Not so much as a bullet, sir. Just more cigarettes and whiskey. Arthur tells me you've been asking questions about how we run our business and how we get our booze and where we keep it. I'm just trying to help. Let's you and me go for a walk. Where to? Come on. Why here? Good Catholic girl, aren't you? Yes. Well, then you know it's here people come to confess. After you. Well, here it is, Grace. I'll confess. I need someone. Kimber has an advisor by the name of Roberts. He talks well, keeps the accounts. 
runs the legal side of the business. And you need a Robert. Arthur tells me of ideas. I'm not an accountant, nor a lawyer. No. No, but you have something I need. Class. I need someone who looks right at the big meetings. Epsom, Ascot. Is this a job interview? Arthur says you're good with numbers. <laughs> well, that's relative. He's quite poor. <laughs> you keep the books in order. They were chaotic. But you're a liar. No Catholic girl would enter a church and forget to make the sign of a cross. You're very perceptive. First you lied to me about that pub you used to work in. Now I find out you're a Protestant. Do you care? No. I like to fit in. You pull a pint like someone who's thinking about it. This is not an interview, this is an interrogation. Sit down. You're washed up in a place you don't belong, for whatever reason. My good fortune. And perhaps mine. You know that most of what I do was illegal? I'm not blind. And yet you'd still be willing to work for me. Are you offering me the job? And I accept. There's something else you should know. A very important detail about my reasons for employing you. You disappoint me. Do you resign? No. My appetite for the work has only increased. <clears throat> Tomorrow I'll show you around. Looks heavy, jump in. Kids taste. You like kids? Yeah. Good. Because John's got four of them. It's alright, so I'm not gonna try and talk you out of it. against us. John is his own man. And you're your own woman. Now, Lizzie, since I came back from France, I've come to you on any occasion. Tommy, you didn't tell him. No, I didn't tell him. Just like you didn't tell him. Now, why didn't you tell him, Lizzie? Why didn't you tell him 
as you've been serving his brother for the past two years. Because the past is the past. I don't want to lose him. He's a good man. That was the answer I was hoping you'd give. The past is the past. You see, our John says you've changed, and I believe him. And that's good. Change is good. These are new times, I'm told. So I wish you both every happiness. And I want you to see that as my wedding gift to you. And our farewell to pleasures gone by. You mean one last time? One last time. You and me. Take bloody pounds. Should we go? Tommy, should we go to my lodging? So the past is not the past. You can keep the money, Lizzie. Just get out of the car. Tommy, please. Just get out of the car. I love him, Tommy, really. Really. But he will have the facts. Your brother is ten times the man you are. Stupid. All we found was stolen tobacco and whiskey. Would you left in place? Of course. It would never endanger you. You're doing well, Grace. I've been working on Arthur. He's easier. And Thomas? Yes. Less intelligent? Yes. Is that a word you'd use about Thomas? It's your word. He has promoted me. He wants me to be his bookkeeper and secretary. A cutthroat gangster with a secretary. The pretensions of these hoodlums are quite breathtaking. Are they not? Yes, quite breathtaking. He's obviously fallen quite heavily for you. I thought you'd be pleased. You remember who you're dealing with here? A man who cuts off ears and cuts out tongues? I know what he is, sir. The difficulty with undercover work, Grace, is to remember what you are. 
I come here with good news and I get this. Grace. A favor. I want to borrow the car. I want to take Lizzie for a ride in the country with the kids. I want to celebrate getting the license. That's the problem, John. I need the keys. Look, John, you're my brother. There's something I have to tell you. Yesterday, in the front seat of that car, I offered Lizzie some money. And John, she said yes. Now that's a fact. You deal with it what you want. You take the keys, take Lizzie to the country, marry her if you want. But you have to know, she said yes. Toast. I'm Irish. I can make a million toasts. May you be in heaven a full half hour before the devil knows you're dead. What are we celebrating? Contracts of employment. <clears throat> Bookkeeper, Shelby Brothers Limited. Don't like that word, limited. To be respectable, you have to be limited. That's what worries me. I had the phone put in. It's in the back. Oh, if we knew someone else who had a phone, we could call them. And since we're celebrating, I had this delivered from Rackham's department store. Would you open it? Save it for a special occasion. Right, your first job for the company. I want you to get that to my sister. I don't see her. No one does. She's hiding from me. I'm told she goes to a bathhouse on Montague Street on women-only days. She goes in disguise, so I need to get someone inside. What am I delivering? It's an invitation. To a family occasion, I want her there, so tell her there'll be a truce. Am I delivering bait for a trap? If you check that contract, I think you'll find it doesn't say anything about asking questions. Just give her the invitation. 
I'll put that thing in a cupboard, till I say. even do that. What's one to be smoking that for? Same reason as you. Pain in the head. I spoke to Lizzie. Told her what you told me. She said your brother Tommy is a dirty liar. And then I spoke to her sister and her cousin. Bought them a couple of drinks. Just a few regulars, they said. That's all. To keep the wolf on the door, she still sees a couple of regulars. Must then come an idiot. Shelby and history. Do you have a legal license for anything? <sighs> what would our granddad say? Hey? He'd be turning in his grave. Honest bloody money? <laughs> hey? In this house? Here? You always used to do voices when we were kids. Oh, we're not kids now, John. We still have to look out for each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Go home. Get some sleep. We've got a big day tomorrow. We have? Tomorrow, we finish the war with the Lees for once and for all. Since when? Since just now. Ten o'clock tomorrow. Be ready for anything. That you get, boys. Ready, boys? John, ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Have a drink. What are you staring at me for? What? Good. Let's go. What? Tommy, what you playing at? We're in shotgun range. John, before you go into battle, there's something you're gonna need. What's your bloody doing, Tommy? Smile, John. It's a wedding. Whose bloody wedding? 
Now, if we told you, you wouldn't have come. There's a girl in the Lee family who's gone a bit wild, and she needs Mally. Oh, fuck! John, boy! John, 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 John What? John! You have, you have no bloody watch for me. Listen to me. Listen to me. A girl who needs a husband, a man who needs a wife. Tom, I'm not bloody marrying some fucking mushroom picker. John, boy, come on. Listen. I've already betrayed you. So if you back out now, there's gonna be one fucking mighty war breaking out here that's gonna make the song, it's gonna make the song look like a fucking tea party. But if you marry her, our family and the Lee family will be united forever, and this war will be over. Now it's up to you, John. War or peace. Let go of me. Right. You should see the size of her daddy. A what? And that's giving you a car. <clears throat> Will they do? He'll do. She is. She'd better be under 50. Come here. Go on. We're here today to join in matrimony. This man and this woman. So they can live a life well. of truth and harmony and togetherness. Which is sanctioned and honoured by the presence and the power of these two families around us. Do you, John Michael Shelby, take Ismay Martha Lee to be your beautiful you wife? Invitation? To have to hold Grace said there's a truce. Until death Family day. Your husband couldn't make it. He's not speaking to me. And when he does, he calls me a fucking Shelby, even though I'm a thorn now. Thorn in my side, that's for sure. My God, Tommy. You admire him, don't you? There remains one more part of the ceremony. It's the mingling of the two bloods. Where the two families become the one family. I now pronounce you man and wife.
tell Ada to slow down. Think <laughs> she listened to me? Tried stopping her, but she's been drinking. Been stuck in that little basement for weeks, what we expect. She's going off like a firecracker. Oh, Christ, Tommy, please. Enough now. No more. Enough. Ida. Hello, it's Ada. Come on, I've got to sit down. Come and look, Esme. Come and look at the family you've joined. Come and look at the man who runs it. Chooses his brother's wives for them. He hunts Ada. his own sister Ada. down like a rat and Woman. tries to kill his own brother-in-law. Uh, Ada, that's enough. Now, Ada, he won't that's even enough. let me have a fucking dance. Ada. Not even at a fucking wedding. Sit her down. Calm down, Ada. Ada, calm down. <sighs> Holy shit. Water. Oh. Right. Oh, now, Ida. Bloody oh, hell, you oh, go oh, pick oh, your choice. Oh, Come oh, on, Benny. Come 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 on, Nice car, John. Now she run. Yeah, beautiful. Really smooth. Your sister's in there giving birth. You're talking about the bloody car. Not much us men can do now, Paul. Except go get drunk. Right, come on. This one man should be here. You're right, Paul. Freddie should be here. Is that a heartbeat I hear inside that chest? The truth lasts till sunrise. On my oath. Tell Freddie it's safe. Right, boys, let's wet this baby's head. Keep going, that's right. Hush. Take a the wrong way round. Or ten to three sisters. Yeah, I think you're right. We should make the fall. Come on, Ada. Right, come on. It's not long to go now, darling. Push, two, three. Two beautiful women. Oh, go. Oh, sugar. Oh, sugar. No, 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 no. Much. no, you sit down. You don't want to be among women when there's a baby coming. Have another. So you think her husband will take the same advice and stay away? No, no, Freddie will be there. Nothing will keep him away. Tommy said it's the right for him to be there. Isn't that right, Tommy? It's right. I'm all out tonight. <clears throat> <laughs> I think it's that lovely barmaid, that pretty barmaid that just walked out, that's made our brother go all soft. Drinks to that.
Forza. You liar! 